Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Today's news from the impending doom that is 2020 takes us to California where seismologists have some alarming news about the San Andreas Fault, and I'm sure you can guess exactly what that is. After studying a series of earthquakes that happened last year along the fault line, earthquakes that included one with a magnitude of 6.4 and another with 7.1, and then a thousand aftershocks, those scientists have made one conclusion. All that shaking last year has basically cocked the trigger on another fault, the Garlock fault line that branches off to the north and east of Los Angeles. And the whole darn thing could go off at any moment. Cock the trigger. That's a rock group's name right there, Cliff. Huh? The radio program you're listening to is based on a true story. It kind of depends, though, on your definition of the word true. <laughs> this is This is actually... True. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cliff, we received a text message, and I know that you saw that text message because you're working on it. It's a text message question, actually, and it's from a listener, and you told them to hold on before you answered that because you were doing what, Cliff Ingram? <laughs> working on a really good poop story right now. Yes, working on that kind of a story, and our listener... Yeah. Took that in stride is like, that's the norm around here. <laughs> Most places, Cliff, if somebody tells you that, they're like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> and this was just like an everyday incident right there. It's like, no big well, deal. I'm, I'm sorry. It's what it is. It is, is what it is. Is that what we've succumbed to, Cliff? <laughs> that's what we've fallen to, yes. <laughs> we've reached a new low. I've got, I've got a question <laughs> for you guys. I really need answers. That's well, right. Hold on yes. a minute. But I'll wait until you get done with the poop story. Yeah, and, and that seems normal to them. Yes, yes. Weed now for a story that's patriotic, uplifting, and representative of what this country seems to be standing in in 2020, which is probably a first from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. There is, of course, no more symbolic animal for this great country of ours than the bald eagle. It was, after all, chosen in 1782 to be on the emblem of the country by none other than Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, and John Adams. And while the serious look in the eye of the bald eagle might inspire fear in our enemy, its stately posture, pride in the hearts of citizens, or its long and graceful wingspan symbolic of the power of this country to some as well. But in reality, bald eagles are, as, as much as they're known for hunting, are also scavengers that will eat roadkill or anything else they can get their beak on. And that's what leads us to this story from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where wildlife officials say this bald eagle, looking for an easy meal of possibly a rat lounging near a body of water, became stuck and was unable to fly away. Unfortunately for the eagle, that body of water was a sewage pit at a dairy farm. Reports say the bald eagle swam in the cow poop for 24 hours before rescuers could assemble the gear needed to make the rescue, and that's definitely some place you don't want to go without the right equipment now, isn't it? After the rescue, the eagle was taken to a wildlife rehabilitation center for an immediate bath, along with food and water, and is now recovering. So the moral of the story is this. 
While it may feel like 2020 has left us standing in a large tank of crap, there's always a way out. And sometimes, all we need is a helping hand. I like the way you said that, Cliff. <laughs> what's that? Well, generally, when you say just in time for breakfast, you go, you know, what's that? Just it? in time for breakfast! But this time you said it almost patriotically when you said it. <laughs> did you notice how you did that, Cliff? I did, yes. Okay. I, that, was, that was purposeful. Well. With meaning. I almost wanted to salute the just in time for breakfast. <laughs> did you see that text messaging, Cliff? I did, yes. This is how sad this has become. Here. I was going to say... Earlier, we talked about someone who texted in with a question that I said I would answer, but first I was working on a good poop story, and she took that answer as just like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Normal conversation. We, we proclaimed that to be a new low, and now we've stepped one level down. It's almost like we, about the time we thought, well, that's as low as, as we can go, we can find a new way to get there. <laughs> because now our good friend, truck driver Ralph, has decided to come up with a just-in-time-for-breakfast rating system, one through four. <laughs> and there's Where no... One is, well, well, I was going to say, there's no need to describe the thing, is there? <laughs> well, let's just start out by saying one is just passing gas, and then it gets worse from there. <laughs> and by the way, he rated the story about the bald eagle caught in the cesspool as uh, probably a two-and-a-half. I'm almost ashamed and embarrassed, to be honest with you, Cliff. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. <laughs> and I saw this morning, Cliff, that yeah. out in Colorado, in Jefferson County, actually, yeah, the residents there are being warned of squirrels that are running around that are carrying the bubonic plague. <laughs> no, the squirrels have bubonic plague. That's true. The <laughs> residents are told to stay away from all squirrels at all times, and if one's acting weird... Do not go near it. And okay. in Australia, Cliff, yeah. scientists have now found a new species of shark there that can actually get out of the water and walk on land to attack you. <laughs> no. Walking shark. Yes. <laughs> I wonder what August, Cliff, is going to bring us here. Well, Ebola like, hamsters, you think that's possible? I don't know. You know, just like uh, how we seem to manage to find a new way to take a step down lower. I think 2020 is doing exactly the same thing. I, I think it is. I think it's a race to the bottom between us and this year, 2020. Maybe the return yeah. of Dracula, Cliff. I'm to the point now. Well. I really don't even care anymore what happens this year. Bring it on. You know what? We're, we're going to get through it anyway. That's right. Yeah. No matter what happens, we're going to get through it. That's exactly right. I just... The bubonic plague-carrying squirrels, though, that's just... <laughs> That's a new one. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the Morning Road Show, where today, along with every other American citizen, we're celebrating National Mac and Cheese Day. That's right. <laughs> Whoa. It's Mac and Cheese Day. It's National Mac and Cheese. I had no idea. And according to the Mac and Cheese box cliff that I looked at last night, yeah. I am a family of four. <laughs> well, you ate like one anyway. That can't possibly feed a family of four. Well, it's not meant to be a main course. So what'd you have to go with your mac and cheese? I had mac and cheese and then an order of mac and cheese again, and then I went back for more. <laughs> well, yeah, see, that's supposed to be a side dish. So you're supposed to have, you know, like a meat 
and one or maybe two vegetables and then mac and cheese. It's supposed to be part of a well-balanced meal. Well, I got the and cheese uh, part, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Huh? yeah, you did. <laughs> Isn't there protein in cheese? There's protein in cheese, yes. So I don't need the meat. Weed, this story's kind of like one of those knife-to-a-gunfight deals where it's all an alleged criminal leave the scene of his crime empty-handed. It was about 10.30 p.m. Friday evening when police got the call that someone had entered the restaurant in Sussex County, Delaware, intent on no good. Reports say the suspect in the case entered the place as the owner was closing up and demanded money. And the fact that the dude was armed with a machete didn't seem to slow down said store owner because in Stargate Pizza in Sussex County, a double pepperoni on thick crust with extra cheese beats a machete any day of the week. Police said when the assailant swung the machete in a threatening manner, the owner of the, sh- of the store picked up the pizza and flung it at him. That caused the man to flee empty-handed. What do you bet that's the same guy that used to get beat up in pillow fights at home, Cliff? <laughs> that's <you're> right. <laughs> you know, if you're going to have a machete, yeah. and we've never had yeah. a good story yet with one. No, we've never had a story about a machete that was worth anything. But if, you, the, yeah. if you have a machete, you've got to at least fake being tough. Yes. If you're a wimp, there's no need to bring a machete to any kind of fight because you're just going to run. I mean, if you're scared of a pizza. If you're scared of a flying pizza, there's no even need to bring a machete. Well, Cliff, we've all read about or at least seen bars and restaurants all over the country. Yeah. Putting blow-up dolls at tables to make it feel more crowded (laughs) and to keep people away from each other. And also bring in a bit of the creep factor, too, whenever you have blow-up dolls in your restaurant. Yeah, that's um, that's a little strange. I've yeah. seen it, and a lot of places are doing it. Not locally that I've seen, but I've seen it all over in other towns and cities. Okay. And in England, they've decided to do something a little bit different. In one of the bars over there, Cliff, uh, they, uh, oh, they have. decided that uh, instead of constantly getting on people and saying we need to social distance, you need to step back away from the bar so we can do our job, these guys put up an electric fence. <laughs> Like a cattle fence. Like a cattle fence. <laughs> Stay away from the bar or we'll shock the living daylights out yes. of Yes. Now, it's off most of the time, but when it gets crazy and crowded, they don't tell yeah. anybody. They just reach they, over and turn it they on. They turn it on. Now, I don't know about you, Cliff. Have you ever been shocked by an electric fence? Uh, I have been shocked by other things, but I've never been shocked by one of those fences. When I was a kid, my best friend that I ran around with all the time, right across yeah. from his tr- house... Yeah. In town there, there was a field, mm-hmm. and it was uh, surrounded by an electric fence, and we, being smart, thought we could, yeah. you know, step over it. Well, yeah. I stepped <laughs> over it and went into a hole, which made my whole body fall down a little bit as I was straddling the fence. Yeah. And yeah. yikes, mm-hmm. there it went. <laughs> Those things absolutely hurt like you wouldn't believe. You wouldn't think they would, but they do. And I know, guys, if <laughs> yeah. there's an electric fence inside of a bar, after a few drinks... <laughs> yeah, they're going to try to just see what happens. <laughs> I'll give you $10 if you touch it. Just touch it. And uh-huh. somebody's going to be touching that thing all the time, Cliff, because, <laughs> well, we're just stupid. That's why we do that I mean, kind of stuff. Especially when you mix in alcohol. Yes, yeah. we'll do it every time. Let's go to that phone line and see who our contestant is. Okay, hi, who's this? Uh, Jason. All right, Jason, what's your last name and where are you from? Uh, Bowling from Evansville. 
Okay, Jason. Ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, Jason. I'm going to give you this statement. You tell me if it's true or if I just made an entire thing up, okay? All right. Over the lifetime, the average man will swallow a tenth of a pound of lipstick from the women he's kissed. <laughs> I know it's true. You think that's true? Yep. You think you've done that, Jason? Probably. All right. Well, you're cor- correct, and you've won the tickets to Holiday World. Congratulations. Well done. You, you Well done. You drop by our Country 98.1 studio. You have a great time in Holiday World. Okay, Jason? All right. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Well, there like you go. One of the saddest true or false questions we've ever had on this program. Why would you say, oh, oh, wait, yeah. oh, wait. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, when I was, for you anyway, I was yeah. researching that, Cliff, and I was hoping so bad that it was just a big lie. <laughs> that it wasn't even close oh. to that. A tenth yeah. of a pound of lipstick. Mm-hmm. In the entire course of a lifetime, my only shot, Cliff, <laughs> is I'm going to have to sadly yeah. buy myself some lipstick, <laughs> so you can catch up and apply it to myself <laughs> and lick my lips a bunch. You're going to put lipstick. You're going to kiss yourself. I'm going to have to. I'm afraid, Cliff. It's the only shot I've got. I don't want to be, you know, unaverage here. Yeah, put on lipstick and kiss yourself. Yes, that wouldn't be weird, would it? It would totally be weird. Okay, all right. It's weird. Okay. And this reminder, all week long, for the rest of the week, it's Vodka Week. And <laughs> and I say that, cool. Cliff, because vodka looks so innocent, and yeah. then basically it turns into angry water after a few sips. That's basically <laughs> what happens to it. Johnson, Chris Johnson from Owensville. Did we talk to you yesterday, Chris Johnson? Uh, yes, you did. All right. You were a loser yesterday, weren't you? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, don't be proud now, Chris. <laughs> don't be proud. Spying the lie, Chris. Here we go. I'm going to give you three items, and you tell me which one's the lie. Number one is Americans eat 300,000 tons of yogurt every year. Number two, the original Ford Model T was designed with three wheels, one in the front and two in the back. And number three, Taco Bell once sold Captain Crunch Donut Holes. Chris, which one's the lie? I'm going to go with number three. Taco number Bell once sold Captain Crunch donut holes? Yeah. Chris, 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 do you know that everybody was kung fu fighting because <laughs> that's wrong? That's wrong. It was number two. Oh, the model Ford was not designed with a wheel in the front and two in the back. Yeah. So because of you, Chris, we get to hear kung fu fighting, okay? All righty. All right. See you, Chris. Bye-bye. Oh, I believe that song, Cliff, was written by a third-grade class in some town. The words are pretty simple there. Not much to that. Well, the, the words were for sure, yeah. Yes, not too bad. <laughs> Kung Fu Fighting with Carl Douglas. And, yeah. Well, I don't know, Cliff. Perhaps yeah. we should we should bring out the band hammer. Well, you know, Chris Johnson of Owensville is now a two-time loser on no prize, just punishment. And it doesn't seem to affect Chris any, Cliff. He's... No, it doesn't seem to face him that he's inflicting damage upon the ears of our wonderful listeners. Cliff, our uh, games of punishment or prizes, let's keep them friendly. Let's keep a friendly <laughs> attitude. With friendly attitude? Yes. Okay. When we have okay. listeners call in that don't make the cut, let's, let's realize that we're all trying to have a good time here because... Moments ago, we got this phone call, Cliff. Okay. Number four to three with Phil McCracken. 
I would like to request that you don't let Chris Johnson of Owensville play the game anymore. Good Lord, man. Please send me his address so I can go over to his home and show him what Kung Fu fighting's all about. All right. See, we don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. <laughs> There's no need for that, Cliff. <laughs> Do you agree, Cliff? We don't need to go yeah. that route. We no, don't need the addresses ex- exchanged and all of that's, that. That's excessive, yes. <laughs> it's a bit much. It wasn't that bad of a song. Yeah. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. We mentioned earlier, Cliff, the seven-year itch, and a lot of folks now think of the seven-year itch as couples in a long-term relationship. About the seventh year, they get to where they can't stand each other, and one or both try to find somebody anew. Yes. That's what we think of right now. And a lot of that, Cliff, came Mm -hmm. from that movie, Seven Year Rich, starring Marilyn Monroe back in the 50s. Yeah. But actually, the phrase Seven Year Itch was first meant to describe scabies. (laughs) Which about 130 million people in the world are inflicted with scabies right at this very moment. Because before there was a medicine that would take care of these little mites that burrow underneath your skin, nobody could treat them, so the persistent itching lasted for seven years. (laughs) And now I'm kind of itchy right now, Cliff. Oh, yeah, that'll give you the heebie-jeebies. That is, ooh. Mercy. But now it's kind of, you know... Yeah. Reserved for a mm. situation mm-hmm. where there's no hope or no relief. Yeah. Scabies. Do not Google what they look like. It is nasty. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do it. I did it. Don't do oh, it. Oh, no. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. What happens when you bring a machete into anything? And the answer is nothing good. <laughs> it's one of the rules of the morning roadshow. Number two, working on a really good poop story right now. I'm sure you are. <laughs> well, I was earlier. Oh. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, put on some lipstick and kiss yourself. Okay, we didn't have to bring that one up twice. <laughs> you know, it was bad enough we got the punishment song by Chris. Yeah. And then we had to find out that, well, we had to find out that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you told on yourself, so... I did. I did tell on myself. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.